new year. Welcome in 2024. I hope you have a fantastic, sober 12 months ahead and you get everything that you have wished for. And just a reminder, as we get started in today's episode of the Happy Sober Podcast, that if you're worried about your drinking, if you're doing a New Year's resolution to get sober, then make it easy on yourself. Go and get your free copy of my best-selling book, Alcohol Lie to Me, from the website stopdrinkingexpert.com right now. All right. Today, we're talking about expectations versus reality um, and perceptions of sobriety. A lot of people think, okay, if I quit drinking, I'm going to feel amazing. And they have that expectation and they quit drinking and it's not quite what they expected. And they think, hang on a minute, what's going on? Why aren't I getting the benefits that I've been promised? So let's talk about that today. Uh, I got this interesting email here from Tim, Tim in California. Uh, it says, Craig, uh, day nine for me and all is well, sort of. Every time I've stopped drinking, started a diet and exercise program, I end up getting sick, cold symptoms mostly. I was drinking six to eight beers a night, West Coast IPAs, for some time and eating a lot of carbs. I always thought this was God's way of challenging me to make sure that I did the hard work and that it wasn't too easy so that I could prove my commitment. I'm good, though. I'm pushing through it. I'm thinking that I'm not the only one that this happens to, but I haven't heard this being talked about. Do other people making sudden life changes go through the same process? Great question, Tim. Let's talk about it. Uh, does quitting drinking make you more susceptible to illness? Does it make you possibly get ill? And uh, the answer is not quite as clear-cut as you would hope. Um, look, the, the first thing I should say is, what I've noticed is people give far too much focus and attention to alcohol in the mix of things. And, and that's because alcohol has become a distortion in your life. All right. There are many things in your life that you that you use all the time. They're always there. You know, like putting the car seatbelt on. You do it every day. Probably, you know, if you drive a lot, dozens of times a day, but you don't think, oh, <coughs> <clears throat> I've got a bit of a cough. I wonder if it's to do with, you know, I didn't use the seatbelt as much today. You, you don't think about weird stuff like that because it's just not a distortion. It's in its proper place. But alcohol has become, excuse me, I do genuinely have a cough now. <coughs> okay, I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. It's probably the seatbelt. But alcohol has become a distortion in your life. It has a weight beyond its means, so to speak. So you tend to look at everything that's happening in your life and then correlate it somehow to your alcohol consumption. So if you quit drinking and feel bad, you go, oh, I wonder if it's because I stopped drinking. And you only think that because alcohol is not in its proper place. The chances are your illness has got nothing to do with the alcohol. It's just coincidence. It just so happens you got ill at that time. If you'd been drinking, perhaps you would have got drink. You would have got ill as well. And because your drinking was in a pattern and nothing had changed, you wouldn't therefore connect it to the alcohol. You would just say, "Oh, I got ill." But because you've interrupted the pattern in your life, you're kind of hypersensitive now. You're hyper aware of any slight change, and you're going to leap to the assumption that it's because of alcohol. 
so that's the first thing I want to say. And I see that a lot. You know, people say to me, you know, um, Craig, you know, I, I was fine. I used to sleep fine when I was drinking and then I stopped drinking. Now I can't sleep at all. I've got chronic insomnia. I'm starting to think that maybe I was better off drinking. Um, you know, the chances are the alcohol was just covering up other issues in that regard uh, and removing it just removes the cover up. You still have the underlying problem. So th there's a lot of kind of leaps of assumption when it comes to sobriety. But is it possible that quitting drinking made you ill? Well, it's possible because, you know, your, your body likes harmony. Your body likes predictability. And when something suddenly changes, it has to move resources from one area to another. It has to change things around. Your central nervous system has to respond to the change of environment. And so for that reason, perhaps perhaps it could be that your immune system is slightly lower or that you're just slightly more susceptible to bugs. Um, maybe it affects you know, your, your gut bacteria uh, slightly. Maybe that goes off balance because you've changed the chemistry of your body and it takes a while for your body to adapt. And during that period of a, adaptation, there is something slightly different about the chemistry of your body. So it's entirely possible, yes, that quitting drinking made you a bit more susceptible to illness. Does that mean you should carry on drinking? Absolutely not. Because, you know, we saw this in COVID, you know, <laughs> people were trying to, you know, tout alcohol as a solution to COVID because alcohol kills germs, which is a bit like saying two plus two equals 57 because, yeah, alcohol kills germs, but it also kills healthy cells as well. So, you know, and the one thing we know about alcohol is that it, it damages the immune system. It doesn't embolden it. It makes it weaker. So drinking something that destroys healthy cells and at the same time weakens your immune system in defense to a virus is absolute batshit crazy. But and yet that was touted on social media all over the place. Drink alcohol because it kills COVID. What a load of garbage. So look, uh, there is a chance that quitting drinking has made you a little bit poorly, um, but it's you've got to be careful how you frame that. Don't frame it as "oh, alcohol made me sick." No, it's the bugs and you know viruses out there that made you sick. It's it's perhaps that your you know your body chemistry wasn't at full tilt uh, when that virus hit you. Maybe in other situations you would have defended it. But look, the human body is an amazing thing. And it is this ability of the human body to adapt that has kept you alive throughout your drug use. Because if the, that miraculous ability to adapt wasn't there in the human body, alcohol would have killed you a long time ago. Because we have this tolerance, don't we, to alcohol? We don't suddenly start a drinking problem on a bottle of whiskey a day. We start with sweet ciders and sherries and lagers and things like that. And we slowly, slowly over years and decades build up to drinking neat vodka and neat whiskey and things like that. We slowly develop this tolerance to alcohol. And if your body wasn't adapting as this time went on, you would have been killed a long time ago by alcohol because it's poison. And by the time you get to the point where you're, you're drinking neat vodka, you're drinking pretty strong concentrations of poison. Your body has adapted and changed to protect you from that 
environment. Basically, it's not judging you, but it's assuming you're now living in a poisonous environment. The water you drink is poisoned, and it's tried its best to adapt your systems to cope with that. Now, of course, it can only do so much, and you will get to the point where your organs start to fail and that protection system falls down and you die, but your body is programmed with a primary directive, which is to stay alive at all costs. And so it has adapted and shifted and changed through your years of abuse to try and keep you alive, despite the fact that you are choosing to drink diluted poison. Now, that adaptation doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a week or a month or a year. It happens slowly, slowly, slowly cha changes you know, your body and your central nervous system. So when you stop drinking, you're a drinker on Monday and suddenly Tuesday, you're not a drinker. It is a shock to the system. Suddenly, your environment has changed dramatically. And your body goes into this kind of panic, this emergency situation, like something serious has changed. We need to work out what, and we need to work out the impact of that on the primary directive. And it would be the same if anything else changed. Now, if the percentage of oxygen in the air changed by 1% one day, our bodies would be in shock the next day. And we wouldn't feel very well. We would have all these sorts of weird sensations as our body tried to work out what the hell is going on and how it should deal with it. So look, when you remove poison from your life, the attractively packaged poison that we call alcohol, don't be surprised if there is a jolt, a period of unease or discomfort. But just understand that if you leave it long enough, your body will relax into this new healthier environment and you will start to see the benefits appearing. You will start sleeping better. You will have more energy levels. You will have more clarity and focus. You will see the impacts of your increased brain power in what you regard as success. More money will come in. You'll get promotions at work. All these amazing things come, but they take time and you cannot demand they happen by a certain time. You know, I, I coached a guy in Texas for a, a while, a few years ago. And after three months of coaching him, he, uh, he turned up for a coaching session one day and he was furious. He said, Craig, three months now, three months we've been working on this, three months since I had a drink and I'm still not sleeping. I mean, what gives? You told me that everything would get, get better. You told me that within a month you were sleeping better. It's three months for me and I still don't sleep. You can't put a time scale on this. You can't demand that in one month this is going to happen, in two months that's going to happen, because as soon as you put a demand on something, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Just know and have faith that everything gets better in the time that's best for you. Everything, your health, your finances, your relationships, your energy levels, everything gets better when you stop drinking the poison, but it will choose the timescale, all right? Hope that helps. And uh, thank you very much for the email, Tim. If you uh, have a question, if you have a concern or a challenge around going sober, email me via the website, stopdrinkingexpert.com or directly via craig at craigbeck.com. Don't forget, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, uh, username Craig Beck. I'm on Facebook, Craig Beck Books. I'm even on Instagram, 
kinda. Uh, but uh, follow along and please get in touch. And don't forget to like and comment below. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next episode.